Welcome to the Vandenack Weaver Legal Visionaries Podcast, brought to you by Interactive Legal. Here's your host, Mary Vandenack. Welcome to today's episode of Vandenack Weaver Legal Visionaries, a weekly podcast discussing updated legal news, evolving methods of providing legal service, and law practice issues. My name is Mary Vandenack, founder and managing partner at Vandenack Weaver LLC. I'll be your host as we talk to experts from around the country about closely held business, tax, trusts and estates, legal technology, law firm leadership, and well-being. First of all, I want to thank our sponsors, Interactive Legal and Carson Private Client. Here's a message from Interactive Legal. There's always a resistance to change, particularly with attorneys. Attorneys like to look back at what's worked in the past, and that makes a lot of sense. But when you realize that with a good automated drafting system, you can do a better job for your clients, deliver documents on a more timely fashion, in a more consistent and in a more costly manner. If you're not a subscriber to Interactive Legal, I urge you to go to interactivelegal.com and click on Request a Demo and you'll be contacted about having a demonstration of interactive legal for you, which can be done right over the Internet. Don't have to leave your office. No salesperson will call. We can arrange it at a time inconvenient for you. So please go to interactivelegal.com and click on Request a Demo. Today's episode is on Microsoft 365 for lawyers. My guest is Ben Shore, Senior Content Designer at Microsoft. We're going to talk about making the best use of an amazing product. Well, Ben's focus is currently significantly on security, and just before we recorded this, he shared some great tips, and we're going to talk about those in another episode. But today we're going to talk a little bit about Microsoft 365 for lawyers. Personally, we absolutely love the product and appreciate that Ben introduced us to it when Microsoft 365 started looking at the legal market. I originally connected with Ben in the early 2000s, when he had his own consulting practice and would show up at the ABA tech show in Hawaiian clothes from Hawaii and drag us all out for Hawaiian food. It wasn't actually a dragging, I should say. It was a, a lot of fun. But thanks for joining us today, Ben. It's so great to be with you, May. So one of the common questions, what are the, what's the most common question that lawyers ask you about Microsoft 365? Probably the most common question is, what the heck is Microsoft 365? And so what's the answer? Uh, so the simple answer to that is it, it's our collection of software and services available by subscription. Now, we, we've also confused people a little bit because we, we have Office 365 and we have Microsoft 365. Uh, most of the Office 365 plans got renamed to Microsoft 365, but there are still a couple of Office 365 plans for enterprise. Um, the key difference is that the enterprise Microsoft 365 plans include Windows. So. Um, for most, of, for most people listening to this, they're going to want Microsoft 365. So before we dig into software and services, let's talk about that subscription part. Lots of software is going that way. Not all lawyers are comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I understand that. You know, when, when back, way back when subscription started to take off, you know, my, I was a little resistant or uncomfortable about it myself. Um, I, I was so familiar with the old model of you, you write one check and you, you've got the software for as long as you've got it. Um, but I think we've done a lot of things to help um, ease, <laughs> ease that move to subscription and to make subscription valuable. Um, I had an attorney one time who said to me, 
that the thing they liked about uh, Microsoft 365 and that subscription model is that it let him convert CapEx to OpEx. And from a, from a budgeting and accounting standpoint, that was a big help for him. Um, there was also another firm, and I think you may have heard me tell this story before, but uh, when I was in private practice before I joined Microsoft, uh, I had a firm from Phoenix call me and they, had a, they were a hundred user firm in Phoenix and they had an exchange server on site, like a lot of firms do, especially firms that are that size. Uh, and their exchange server was getting pretty old and it was about time to replace it. And so they had called uh, one of the big vendors, um, you know, I, I won't say who, but it rhymes with Dell, and, um, and asked for a quote on a new exchange server. And the Dell folks had quoted them uh, for licenses and hardware and everything they needed for their replacement exchange server, about $24,000, which, which at the time was actually a very fair price. That, that was not uh, unreasonable. Uh, so he called me and he's the, the managing partner called me and said, I'm just curious, could we move just our exchange server into Microsoft 365? I, I don't want to move our documents. I don't want to move our accounting system. I don't want to move anything else. Could we just move our exchange into Microsoft 365? I said, sure. And he said, okay, well, what would that cost me? And I said, hundred users. He said, yeah. I said, $400 a month. And he said, $400 a month per user. I said, no, $400 a month for the whole firm. And he thought about it for you to pause. And he said, it would take me a long time to spend $24,000 at $400 a month. I said, yeah, it would. Um, and so just an example of, you can really spread that out over a much longer period. You don't have to write those big painful checks at the beginning. Um, and you get all those value, all that value. Um, the other nice advantage to it is that our subscription plans in Microsoft 365, you can install the, the licenses on up to five devices per user. We're gonna talk more about devices here shortly. Um, Whereas the old model, the old perpetual software, you could only install it on two. Um, so being able to install it on five is nice because you probably have people in your firm who have a, you know, they have a Windows PC on their desk, they have a laptop in their bag, maybe they've got a Mac at home. Um, now they can install that same license on all three. Um, and then finally, it simplifies licensing and deployment. It just makes it a lot easier to manage. Yeah, and I'd be one of those who has a computer at the office, one at home, a, I have it installed on my iPhone, an iPad, mm -hmm. and a travel laptop. So yeah. can we get that like up to like maybe seven devices would be helpful to me. All right, Ben, let's talk about software. Sure. Um, so with the software that comes with Microsoft 365, it's, it's primarily the familiar Microsoft Office suite that we all know pretty well, which is Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Outlook, and so forth. Um, one of the common misunderstandings, though, is that people think that Microsoft 365 is kind of like Google Docs. You know, it's just in the cloud. It's just the window, the, the browser version. But that's not true. Actually, most of the Microsoft 365 plans include the local install version that you've always had, that, that local version of Word that installs on your local machine. Um, and by the way, you, you mentioned having you know, up to seven. You can actually have it active on up to five at a time, but you can install it on a lot more machines than that. And so you can install it on seven. It's just that you can only have it active on up to five at a time. So you'd have to deactivate the other two, which is a lot easier than it sounds. Okay. Well, so that I can't actually, I was thinking I was going to have to buy another subscription under a different email address or something. Okay. Not unless you're using all seven at the same time. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not quite that skilled. All right. Well, let's talk about services. Sure. So the services are where things get really interesting, I think. Um, primarily, it's all those cloud-based services on the back end, like Exchange and SharePoint and Teams. Um, but it's also some lesser known services like bookings and planner and stream and power automate. Um, and those all come, you know, as part of those Microsoft 365 subscriptions. Um, and they really give your firm a lot of capability. I mean, if you think about just think about exchange, for example, um, pretty much the entire fortune 500 uses exchange as their email and, and group, uh, calendaring software, uh, the backend, pretty much all of the MLA 100 does. And for it to be available, even to a solo, 
um, at such a low price is kind of amazing to have that capability. And there's different plan options. There are. There's a, there's a bunch of different plan subscription plans for Microsoft 365, and and that does confuse people sometimes because they look at all the offerings and they go, oh my gosh, how should I pick? You know, there's there's a dozen different things here, um, and so I I'd like to narrow it down to there's really only a couple that I think lawyers should care about and think about. Um, the first one is called Business Premium. That's for up to 300 users. Um, currently, I believe I'm not in sales, so the pricing is not always top of mind for me. But I think it's twenty dollars a month per user. Um, and for most firms, that's exactly what you want. Okay. It's all those backend services like Exchange and Teams and SharePoint and everything else. Plus, it's all the local install software, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and so forth, all in that same package at $20 a month. Um, and it also gives you some really good um, security and management capabilities. Um, the second plan that some firms uh, should think about if they want more than the business premium or if they're a big firm and they have more than 300 users is our E5 plan, is an enterprise plan called E5. I believe it's $35 a month last time I looked. Um, and uh, that gives you a lot more capabilities. It gives you all the same stuff Business Premium does, plus it gives you, uh, I believe it's got phone system included with it. If you want to use Office 365 as your phone system, you can. Um, and uh, some more advanced data loss prevention and management tools too. So E5 is kind of the, the, the big brother um, if you wanted to go there. We are going to take a brief break from our episode for a word from one of our sponsors, Carson Private Client. Wealth planning focuses on liquidity management and charges you a fee based on a percentage of your assets. But entrepreneurs typically invest in their business, resulting in light liquidity. That requires a unique strategy. At Carson Private Client, we provide a proactive and holistic strategy for building and protecting your wealth. Our mission is to alleviate the stresses and the burdens of coordinating all of those financial strategies. Carson Private Client will work with your current team of advisors to customize a strategy that manages all aspects of your life and wealth, giving you back the time to focus on what matters most. Complex needs require sophisticated solutions. Reach out to our office at 402-779-8989 to schedule your consultation. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Okay, let's continue our episode. What do you think are the most underused features of Microsoft 365 that have the potential to make life easier for users? Oh, there's so many. I'm, I've... Uh... You know, one of the things about, about Office 365 and Microsoft 365 that is that, you know, most people don't realize everything they get in that package. Um, I, I did a presentation one time that was, the, the whole theme of the presentation was all those features you don't know you have. And I was showing stuff, you know, in front of the, at the podium and the lady in the front row who had her laptop open and was following along. At one point she exclaimed out loud, oh my God. And I, I like, I like paused, I looked down, I said, everything okay? She said, I already have this. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> she was so excited because we just showed her this feature. And it's like, she didn't even know she had it as part of her subscription. It was like opening a Christmas present. Um, so there's a, there's a whole bunch of features that I think are in there. Um, SharePoint and OneDrive, um, storing documents and being able to share links to them rather than sending attachments is so powerful. Once you've done it and not had to manage that back and forth of trying to reconcile 40 different attachments, uh, especially if, you're, if it's more than two people collaborating, that's so such a big thing. And I realize that for some firms, you may have a document management system that, that, that conflicts there a little bit. But a lot of the document management systems now, like World Docs, for example, have integrations to SharePoint and OneDrive. So you may be able to still use your document management system and use SharePoint and OneDrive. 
Um, the other advantage, by the way, with SharePoint and OneDrive is built-in ransomware protection um, in that it can help detect and recover from ransomware if you get, if you get hit. Uh, Microsoft 365 Groups is another thing that's in Microsoft 365. Everybody has it. If you've got M365 with Exchange on the back end, you've got groups. Um, you can create a group around a practice area, around a big client or a big matter, for example, uh, and then you assign the people in your firm who are working on that practice area, client or matter, or whatever the area is. Uh, and it creates a shared inbox, a shared calendar, shared files library, a shared OneNote notebook um, just for that, for that topic or that matter or that client. And you can also invite guests, and guests are people outside of your tenants, so expert witnesses or co-counsel or even the client themselves if you wanted to. Uh, and they would only have access to what's in that group. Um, presenter Coach in PowerPoint. If you're a PowerPoint user, Presenter Coach is a, is a cool AI tool that we've added where you can actually rehearse your presentation in front of your laptop, and Presenter Coach will uh, um, give you feedback, like you're speaking a little fast or a little slow, you're using a lot of filler words like um, or you're reading your slides a little too much. It, it's got a whole bunch of capability in there to give you tips on how you can be a better presenter, and that's included in PowerPoint. Um, styles and Word is not new. We've had that forever, but we still have a lot of trouble getting people to use them, but they are the most important thing people can do in, style, in Word. Um, the to-do bar in Outlook, if you've never used Outlook or if you're, if you're an Outlook user and you've never turned the to-do bar on, it puts your calendar and your, to, your tasks list along the side of your inbox so you can see it all the time, so you know what your next meeting is, your next appointment. Um, those are, oh, almost forgot Microsoft Search. In all the, the Office apps now, you have the search box at the top, Alt-Q. Um, a lot of people ignore that because they think it's just the old search feature. This is the new Microsoft Search, which can give you, not only can it find things like in your file or in your document, but it can find commands. So if you're not sure how to do something or where the button is for a certain feature, if you press Alt-Q or click in that search box and just type the name of the feature, it'll probably surface the, the feature right there in the search result, um, which is amazing. It's an amazing shortcut to be faster. Um, I, I guess the last thing I'd point out is um, our site, support.microsoft.com. Um, it has a ton of free training materials, video, articles, and more um, that I definitely encourage people to check out because it's a great way to just learn new stuff. You know, you can watch a five-minute video on Excel, and if it saves you an hour a month, you know, that's awesome. So what are some of the newest features that we should be looking for in Microsoft 365? Um, I think some of the new features that not everybody's aware of, Microsoft Forms is a good one. That's actually the one that made that lady exclaim in that presentation. Uh, Microsoft Forms lets you create custom forms for just about anything. I've seen firms that are using it for client intake, uh, information gathering, client satisfaction surveys. Uh, it's a web-based form. You can obviously put anything on it you want, multi -choice, multiple choice questions, true-false questions, free text input, all sorts of questions. And so you can create these custom forms that you can put on your website or include in your email uh, signature or whatever, uh, or just send out to people. And they can fill them out online. They don't need anything installed. They just fill them out in the browser, and then the results come back to you. You can even open the results in Excel if you want to do that. But uh, they just come back to you in the browser. It's a super good way just to get um, to, to do custom forms. Uh, Microsoft Bookings is another one that lawyers love. It lets you set up a web page that uh, clients or prospects can use to book appointments with you. It synchronizes to your calendar, and you can specify what times you want to be available. So you can say, I'm only going to allow these people to schedule me on Wednesdays and Thursdays between 2 and 5 or whatever. I mean, you can set it up however you like. Um, and so it doesn't let them just schedule any block of time anywhere or see what's on your calendar. Um, but just a great way to get that automated scheduling. Um, another one that we provide is called Learning Pathways. A lot of people don't know about that. It's available to all Microsoft 365 customers. And it lets you set up an in, a learning portal inside your firm 
for things like Word, Excel, SharePoint, whatever, uh, but your own internal learning portal with content that we provide. Uh, and that's included in 365. It's called Learning Pathways, if you, if you just search for it. Um, I guess the last one I'd point out here is something called, it's been called Project Mocha, um, but it's also known as, it's now called Microsoft Boards. Uh, and that's in Outlook in the web client, both both in the in the exchange for business, but also if you're an Outlook.com user for home personal use, you'll find it there too. And it's basically like a personal project board where you can you can pin tasks and notes and things. And that's a pretty handy little project management tool uh, called Project Mocha. So. I thought I was a pretty good user of Microsoft 365 until we just had this conversation. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't have my pen with me to take notes, but fortunately I'll have the recording to go mm -hmm. back to. But you know, one of the things that you talked about was the integration. And that's one of the things we as a firm really love. Cause when I open up anything in Microsoft 365, I have to, so we actually do use ShareFile and world docs and the integration has gotten to be amazing so that we can, because clients really want that, you know, the port and we use our, the, the, that share file in different ways to communicate with clients, but it's definitely correct. Do you have a favorite integration that you describe as extremely useful that we haven't talked about yet? Or, you know, I, I think um, probably the most powerful integration that, that I can recommend is uh, Power Automate. If you haven't used that yet, Power Automate is built into Microsoft 365. Um, it, it takes a little bit of learning to, to get it going, but once you've figured out how to use it, Power Automate lets you do all these amazing tasks. Um, to automate repetitive workflows. Uh, so for example, uh, if a document gets saved in a particular folder, let's say you have a folder for a particular matter. If a document gets saved in that matter, Power Automate can notify the responsible partner for that matter that this document's been saved there and is ready for review or something like that. Um, uh, I used to use it to automatically create items from received emails. So if I got an email about a particular topic, I could flag that and Power Automate would step in and automatically create items for me, other other documents or files for me. And I know our CELA group here at Microsoft uses it to automate document creation even, um, where it can take um, an input, which can be a, an email message or a, an Excel file or anything like that, or forms, <laughs> and then automatically create a Word document and pre-populate a lot of content in it. So um, Power Automate, I'd say, would be one of those kind of integrations that that comes with Microsoft 365 and it's just kind of amazing. So if you were to offer a vision of best use of Microsoft 365, what would that look like? You know, I think one of the things we learned in the last year and a half um, when everybody got scattered to a hybrid workplace, you know, Microsoft 365 makes it really easy to kind of thrive in that environment um, because you can access it from anywhere um, because it's accessible because we've got mobile apps, we've got web apps. And so, you know, if you've been, you know, scattered to your dining room table as your new workplace, um, the, you don't lose your email, you don't lose your calendar, you don't lose your documents, all of that's still available to you uh, at any time and, and securely. Um, and so I think really um, diving into in, and leaning into Exchange, Teams, and SharePoint, um, I feel like that's probably uh, where I would try to go uh, if you're not already. Any last tips or thoughts? <sighs> I'd say never stop learning, if that's a big one. Um, you know, I've been at Microsoft now five years. I've worked with Microsoft for 25 years. Uh, every day I learn something new that our products can do. Um, sometimes it's stuff we've been able to do a long time and I didn't know it. Sometimes it's new. Um, but it's amazing what you'll discover if you just, you know, dedicate a little bit of time. It doesn't have to be a lot. Even if it's just 10 minutes, you know, every day, every week to just trying to learn something new. Um, it can really pay off with productivity. So keep learning. So as we get to the end of our episode, I want to thank our sponsors, Interactive Legal and Carson Private Client. Ben, thanks for joining us today. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode and stay tuned for our 
weekly releases. Yeah. A Huda Media Production.